Hey, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world in Australian accents, more or less. This is episode 193. We are recording live this week. We're on a Saturday. It is Saturday, the 29th of June, 2019, and that's kind of my fault. In this episode, we are going to be talking about uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Masterpiece figures, some new Siege figures, and uh, some uh, new Transformers comics. Uh, we'll talk about some of that stuff and more after this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have we have Brad coming to us from his undisclosed location in country Victoria. Brad, um, it's been a long time since we've actually been on the podcast together. I'm I'm used to I'm used to podcasting with a, a very different Bradley. Uh, yeah, I'm not groovy. And I'm... <laughs> I'm a guy. I'm a guy. So it is actually kind of funny. Like we've we've started to distinguish between the two Brads in the chat. Brad is Brad, and Groovy Guy is Bradley. Okay. So is there some kind of mandate that there must be a Brad on the podcast? Hence, when one Brad yes. steps out, the other Brad yeah. steps in. Okay, absolutely. good. Absolutely. absolutely. Highlander rules, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, we can't actually have two Brads on the podcast together. Uh, it's actually it's actually really confusing. It, it kind of ends up like bananas in pajamas. It's like, hey, B one, where's B two? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and it has happened. Go back to some earlier episodes. Oh. That has been a thing. So, oh dear, oh dear, it is. It has. Sorry, uh, the uh, the other the other voice that you can hear is, of course, of course, Ash Whaling coming to us from Tasmania. Uh, Ash being the only person who gets his surname on the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, apparently, no, it's okay. Apparently, it happens everywhere. Even though I have the incredibly recognizable name of simply Ash, yep. not short for anything. Ash, my surname always follows. It's like. They introduce me and they go. That's not enough syllables. Let's just throw a couple more in there. Yeah, no, we, we have to. We have to. It's like the. It's like the amount of space that your video game takes up on a shelf. <laughs> we need to actually give more syllables and more airtime to your name. Sorry. Exactly. Like if, if you're paying for that much space, we need to make sure we fill it with letters. A similar thing happened with me the other day. There was an article about a video that a friend of mine made that I starred in, and it's like, oh, it also stars the likes of a uh, Marie, radio host, Matt, comedian, Ash Whaling, video game reviewer and i was like why is my surname in there it makes it sound like i've slipped somebody a 20 to try and get my name out there for more exposure <laughs> i want more exposure ash, ash, ash Welling, pro video game reviewer <laughs> that's the thing that's not even my main vocation i know, oh. I know. Oh, but also you use, you use words like vocation <laughs> obviously yeah i know that's the thing file photo me gamer because there's more oh. than one ash in tasmania is there? Because I've never found one. I yeah, mean, there might be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so that I can go on avoid lists a bit easier. Avoid this guy. <laughs> there you go. I'm not hmm. sure that makes it easier. Uh, so look, it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks since the uh, it's been a couple of weeks since the last podcast. Um, as I've been making the point uh, that I've recently moved house and I have been podcasting from the lounge room. Today, I am podcasting from the study, which is half constructed and has- I can tell, because on one side of you, for those at home, on one side, <laughs> there is a meticulous set of shelves with figures and such. And then on the other side, there is a mountain of boxes. And now the boxes themselves are at a slight angle, which means yeah, that they are exactly perfectly stacked. Yeah, do you know why they're leaning? Yeah, because it's the, it's the two cell pile. 
And so it's like, you know, I, it's like I've, I've, deta I've detached myself. I can see a fan's toys coot in there. You're selling coot? Oh. I, I am selling coot. Dear, oh dear. Yeah. All right. I'll talk uh, to you about I'm, that later. I'm, <laughs> selling, I'm selling other racist acronyms as well. Not if I comment to you first. You will see that there's also a Klaatu on the pile as well. I've decided I don't need a Masterpiece Cosmos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Cosmos. Uh, look, I know, I know. Um, no, look, the, the reality is that I've moved house. I have a smaller study. I have very little storage. And so uh, it's forced a few tough decisions about what I am and am not going to keep in my collection. So, yeah. To be honest, just, just as an off-schedule uh, little piece of discussion here, hmm. do you guys ever feel that you reach a point where sometimes you do need to prune your collection? Yes. Hmm. I was yeah. talking to a friend of mine the other day and we had a similar discussion where he said, I like to keep things. I don't know why I'd ever sell something. And I, I replied with, I sell parts of my collection to rotate in other things. And it means that my collection changes and it stays fresh. I do have a handful of things I'll never get rid of. And I'm pretty sure all of us have our favorite figures that we never lose. But yeah, it was an interesting thought that he said, no, if I own something, it's mine forever. Unless I absolutely must sell it. But for me, I'm like, eh. I've loved this guy long enough. I think someone else should get the chance to love him now and off it goes, you know. It, sound, it sounds like someone who has a lot of storage space. More space yeah. than I. Yeah, he's yeah. actually got an entire room where I've sort of got... You've got, you've got your shelves and some storage. And some yeah. dettols, yeah. I mean, don't, it is my house. I could do a lot more. But yeah, the interesting thing for me is that when I sell something, I always like to find the right person to sell it to. <laughs> so yeah, like there's cases where somebody said, man, I love this character. I've never had the figure. I've always wanted one. I'm like, you know what? You'll enjoy it. So... I won't miss it that much. Well, I mean, let's go back like, like what, three years, four years to our first meeting. When, at which point, you know, I, um, I, you know, you and I agreed to uh, trade a uh, classics drift. Yeah, you jokingly <laughs> said off the cuff, "If you have a generations drift, you'd be my best friend." And I just immediately replied with, "But I do." Here we are. Here we here we are. A few years later, sharing a podcast together. There we go. That's was this was this also at the same time that one of you addresses a giant banana? Oh yeah, but we won't say which one. That's that's for the listeners to guess. One of us was dressed as a giant banana. Oh, I love that photo. <laughs> no, we won't share. No. I, you, know, you know, honestly, I had forgotten the giant banana suit because I was pretty sure that you came back the next day dressed normally. Oh, you I did. Away. I did. Oh. But uh, just just so people are aware, unfortunately for the people who are not watching this online, oh, I, do no! actually, I do actually have close at hand a picture of me meeting John DiMaggio, the the voice of Bender, and I am in fact dressed like a banana. <laughs> the actual story behind the banana suit, I can say in just a couple of minutes, it is quite funny. A friend of mine bought the banana suit because he was going to wear it. He wore it for about an hour and went, "Wow, this is really uncomfortable," and I don't think the joke's that funny. And I just went. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll go to I'll go to Supernova dressed as a banana. That's fine. Have you wrestled in it? I have not, but I wish I could because that way I could kick some potassiums. I don't know. How do you get the ass out of potassium? Ah, I got potassium <laughs> coming out of my you ass. Kick, kick the potassium. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass clean out of the potassium. It's amazing. If that was a T Rex banana, you'd have all the uh, esteem in the world to just. Run into people and cause all sorts of havoc with my tiny, <laughs> tiny forearms in my banana costume. But because it was a Tasmanian banana, you're recluse. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because it's quite cold in Tasmania, so the bananas are a lot smaller than what you'd expect. Imagine just getting out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> 
thought, I thought I thought it was better in summer. <laughs> well, it's more heat. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, going going back to the the whole collecting thing, like it's I don't think there's too many people now that are going no, full complete us on just hold hold on for a second because Brad is about to talk about whether or not he like prunes things from his collection while he's sitting in front of two display cabinets that are jam-packed full You're missing of a descriptor there, Jason. Two massively jam-packed. Yeah, bus- yeah. Yeah, and, and I like, can't, I can't fit this, I can't fit this guy in there at the moment because that's why. That's why so, you, you, so you can't fit Masterpiece Megatron in, which is why you're caressing him in dinosaur mode. It's, <laughs> it's like he's your Mister Bigglesworth. <laughs> oh, it is Mister Bigglesworth. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love him. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, so there you go. There are some factors whether or not you have enough room to actually keep your entire collection forever. Whether you find the right person to buy things. Either way, we all collect differently, and it's part of what makes this hobby great. So, good yep. talk, fellas. Good talk. Yep. Yep. Uh, we should uh, go to some bot shots. Ah, yes. Which means Brad needs to put Mister Bigglesworth <laughs> down and um, do the do the screen share thing. Mm. No, Mister Bigglesworth. No. <laughs> So, how are we going for bot shots this week? Have we been, well, I mean, for, for this period, as it were, since we had the, the entries come in and grace us with our eyeballs and such? Um, we've had some pretty good entries for 2019, haven't we? It's actually sort of come swinging out the gate. There's people doing some serious stuff. And though I've seen a lot of Transformers in fridges, a lot more than usual. Um, really? I haven't, I haven't noticed the fridges, but I haven't looked every week. <laughs> I've just noticed that there's a lot more food getting involved and there's also a great use of uh, mobile phones. Well, you know, like if, if, if the Transformers are going to uh, connect with each other and uh, and discuss things. Like we should probably, while Brad is getting the screen share going, we should probably just... It's explain. not working. While, while Brad is failing to get the screen share working, we should probably explain that. Botshots Weekly is the uh, TCCA Facebook photography competition. We encourage you to get your bots out of their cabinets and into the great big wide world outside, take some photos, and then take them back and put them in their cabinets away from sunlight <laughs> because that damages them and you want to be able to sell them for top dollar when you want to sell them. Eventually, uh, completely counterpoint to what we were just talking about with <laughs> in your collection. Uh, weekly winners go into the draw for a monthly winner. Monthly winners go into the hat for a yearly prize. Full terms oh. and conditions are on the website at transformerscca.com. Prize. Can we see that? Yes. <laughs> right yeah, now, this time, we are probably viewing... needs to go full screen. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's not working. Dare I say, and Brad, you must, you must maximize. That's not working. <laughs> Kenneth, congratulations. You're the final winner for uh, the week of June, week four. And we're going to get into some uh, monthly winners. Due to the uh, lack of interest, we're going to cut the competition short at the end of June, not go to the end of the year, because for the last, I think, through the last five weeks, there's only been a single entrant, and they've won by default. So, Oh, dear. Okay. I've been meaning to enter it, but I've been too busy. I I didn't realize that it was that easy to win. Have the same problem. Yeah, hmm. but I mean, for those for those of us listening at home, uh, we've got a lovely image here of uh, Titans Returns, Trypticon eating uh, <laughs> Transformers, War for Cybertron, Siege, six shot. Siege being a weaponizer, it means he's very good at being pulled apart. So it means that obviously he can be sort of taken into smaller, snacky morsels. So uh, 
Yeah, I didn't realize that a deluxe, particularly a beefy one like Six Gun, can be sort of shoved into Triptychon's mouth. <laughs> look, look, look I, 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 hate, I hate to shatter the illusion, but like I've heard that Triptychon can put many things in his mouth. Oh, I mean, I've never, he's never really told me when he's too busy going, burr, burr, burr. <laughs> you know, that's how he communicates with most people. Indeed. Uh, yeah, no, congratulations, Kenneth. Um, yeah, it, it is a bit of a shame to see uh, a bit of a lack of participation, but uh, at the same time, I also kind of blame myself because I haven't participated that much as well. So, yeah. Only blame yourself when you blame others. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, yeah, look, uh, we might, uh, we might take bot shots away and uh, try and rework it and come up with something else soon. We'll see how we go. We'll, we'll create a new competition of what can you fit in Triptychon's mouth until it, gets, <laughs> until it gets adult and then we have to change it. I give it a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even that. But yes. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? We have talked about this guy before. This is MP10G, Optimus Prime. He was rumoured. He's been rumoured quite a lot, and we did see a leak of his uh, his packaging and price, which it turns out was accurate. Um, I believe it came through around the start of, start of May. Hmm. He is a Ghostbusters-themed version of Masterpiece Optimus Prime. He's got a very... Very nice color scheme. Um, he's a little bit sort of white like Ultra Magnus, but he's, he's got, got dark gray legs that will make you excite with white, a white dash of red. I mean, that's it's only vaguely racist, but sure. Uh, there's a, there's a, a, a red liner. So basically, like, you know, this is like if the Ghostbusters needed a tractor trailer, then this is what they would do. But instead, they, they have a, just a mobile a, command center that they've always needed and never knew. Yeah. I mean, you know, like when, when the new, you know, maybe. Maybe this will turn up in the third Ghostbusters movie with Paul Rudd. <laughs> well, this is two Ghostbusters versus Transformers. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I, re- I really like it. I mean, I think it's really cool. Obviously, we saw a couple of images of this earlier, like with the rumored ones. But like now seeing it in the flesh, God, I didn't realize that Prime would look so incredible white. Like, I mean, we've seen Magnus before sort of aping this, but just the white and the red's really striking. It is. It's actually, it is a really nice color scheme. And, this is this has been the running joke all year as we've gotten I think we've gotten like seven or eight MP10 repaints in the course of the last six months, but um, they've all been really nice paint jobs. And so, as much as we might make fun of uh, Hasbro or Takara for repainting figures, when the repaints are this good, we kind of don't care or we'll buy them anyway. Look at that! Oh, the red I know the red the red on the, the red on the legs, but also the red in the command center inside the uh, inside the. I don't even know what that thing's called. It's not roller. It's the it's, it's the, the little. The, the little thing that um, that is on the end of the stick. I'm really, I'm really oh, doing a great job of describing well is, um, Obviously, MP10 has his usual sort of flip-out gun gimmick, except if you look closely, the gun that he's holding actually appears to sort of have wires and such coming out of the back of it. So does that mean Prime has a proton pack and his gun turns I, into his blaster? I believe that is the intention, yes. And also the box turns into a proton yeah, pack. So the actual box that this this MP10 comes in is shaped like a proton pack from the Ghostbusters films. So much so that it also has straps so mm-hmm. you can wear it. So, I mean, I don't know how many kids are going to pack up their MP10 in the morning and wear no, their proton to school, but the fact is you can. It's going to be the must-have fashion accessory on the first day of SDCC when everyone buys this and goes, how the fuck do I carry it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, as somebody who's been to San Diego Comic-Con several times, it's just occurred to me, 
This is brilliant because that is the stupidest thing about going to San Diego. You buy your big exclusive thing and then you realize you've still got six hours of the day to go. So this is actually like oddly, oddly, really, oddly prescient and really well done on Hasbro's part. I'm glad I went from mocking it to actually praising the hell out of it in the space of like half a second. Because, yeah, it, it, that's actually completely true. Amazing. Great idea. There is a fan that is now working at Hasbro. <laughs> yeah, somebody just went, when I buy this thing, how, like apart from obviously bundling like a little red wagon to drag it around in, <laughs> this is sort of the other option, which is just as good. True. I also say, big thing I love is just, like, obviously it's a nice sort of look of, like, you know, the white cab with the red stripe going through, and you've sort of got Ghostbusters livery up the side of it. The thing that they didn't need to do, but I'm glad that they did, is obviously the trailer has, like, a massive green <laughs> splatter of Slimer gunk up the side of it. <laughs> it, it it's just this foul <laughs> up the side of it. it. looks so cartoony. It's, it's like the one part of it that implies that he's been in battle. In fact, there's yeah. a bit of slime hanging off the, uh, the proton... Um, pack on the pack <laughs> as well, but, but that's the only, this is the only other part. Is just there's there's a bit of uh, a bit of slime. It's 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 a little bit Mad Max. It's a little bit uh, Resident Evil, sort of like you know cars plowing through zombies kind of thing. But you know, yeah, I'd like know. to think that it came really late in the development too. Like when it looks really good, but does it need something else? And then the designer just gone this. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah, well, even even here, like we've got the um the windows on his chest have that sort of greeny yellow tinge as well. Mm, and sickly green. Even looking here, I've got the original MP10 in my hand. You've got that sort of recessed section in the middle where they've got Ecto-35 uh, here, obviously 35 years of Transformers, but... Yeah. It's, it's on a top of this Matrix spot. chamber, they've actually got, like, the Ecto-35, like, license plate kind of thing. Yeah. Like, sort of, as if he transforms and it folds up inside of his chest. It's great. Is it also 35 years of Ghostbusters? Probably eighty two now. Non- I don't think Ghostbusters was eighty two. Mm, I don't think I'm so. Very, really. I'm very quietly typing Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm very loudly oh. typing Ghostbusters in Google. <laughs> and uh, nineteen guys, nineteen eighty four. It is actually it's actually thirty five years for both franchises. There we go. Excellent. Okay. But even just the the main point is the original MP ten. That's the original front of the matrix chamber like nothing's been altered and they've just been able to put this license yeah, plate hey, sticker there stick, actually, yeah. actually actually it is there's no license plate on the matrix matrix chamber on mp10 that is new yeah but yeah. the recess is there where a, a, this sticker can go i yeah. don't think that recess is there um as somebody who has a uh MP10, do you have an mp10 to hand as well as well as a banana suit photo I but, don't uh, want to... yes. but um I'm not sure if you can see it, but if you actually have a look, oh, there you go. Right. Yeah, there's just a rectangular piece yeah. there on the chest. There's nothing there. It's just it's just a piece of greebling sort of just surface detail there for the yeah. sake of being there. But yeah. they were, you know, what'll go good there? A sticker. Yeah. So sticker. yeah, yeah. When we when we first talked about this in May, we sort of had agreed that they'd actually remolded that part. But yeah, I think that was the thing we thought maybe that was the one piece of remolding they've done, but not just clever yeah. use of existing detail that wasn't doing anything, and now it is. Mm-hmm. I dig it. I dig it a lot. Hey, um, the other, the other thing that uh, is actually quite good is that uh, this is actually quite a good deal. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. Really? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, one hundred and forty nine ninety five to be precise. So, the like, the amount of cool stuff that's in there. I mean, that's a really like reasonable price for an MP ten. But I mean, you're also getting the the remolded roller changes. You've got like the little extra bits for the proton pack. You know, you it's, it's more, more stuff. Yeah, mm. and you get the little slime figure in there as well. Like, it's that's actually really nifty. 
It is, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty good deal. Of course, it'll be $250 by the time it hits eBay and whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also noticed too late that uh, they actually put some up for sale on a website the other day. Um, I heard about this. Yeah, I found out about it a few hours late and duly logged in and created an account and then just went, I don't understand how the fuck this website works. <laughs> there, was, yep. there was no reference to that sale anywhere once it finished. Um, but yeah, no, it was like a it was like a sneaker entertainment pop culture sort of website uh, um, called The Network. Uh, and yeah, they had it up for sale for 24 hours and then took it down. Oh, oh well, yeah. well, if you missed that one, obviously you can get yourself to San Diego Comic-Con and try and pick this up for yourself or... Jump on eBay and be desperately disappointed by the prices that scalpers pay. There yeah. will be there will be some sold via um, Hasbro Pulse yes. after STCC. I think one interesting thing here too is just the size of MP10, the scale. You add a Voyager Ecto one to the side of this, or Ectotron to the side of this. That slime would nearly fit in the front of that car. I think the, <laughs> the scale between the two would be pretty pretty spot on. I would actually like to put Ectotron's Slimer next to um, MB10G Slimer and see whether or not they're actually made from the same model. <laughs> that would not surprise me. Does Ectotron fit in the back of MP10? It would no, because I, it's a Voyager. I, I would say it wouldn't because it's a Voyager. Mm, all right. Well, boys, one of you needs to buy them and figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking at Ratchet and Einhide. They're, they're a lot narrower than what Ectotron would be. Yeah, maybe it's too wide. Okay. That'd be an interesting one. Hmm. Maybe, maybe with maybe the assistance of a hammer. Question yeah, question as a group. Anyone got Ectotron in MP10 trailer? I'm sure some people have. There's a uh, there's a new masterpiece. Oh. He's um he's quite the looker. He's uh he's a Masterpiece Beast Wars Leo Convoy. He's been officially announced uh, about a about a week ago. And uh, this actually did come kind of out of left field. We were a bit surprised. There was not, no not leaks for this guy. No, not we, at all. We we didn't expect a new masterpiece reveal. Believe that, or are you lying? <laughs> Very nice. Zing. So anyway, for people that aren't aware of it, Leo Convoy is based off the uh, the Japanese Beast Wars that came a little bit later. And uh, good lord, he's very Kiba the White Lion, isn't he? He is so. There's different lion faces as well. There's one that looks a lot more polygonal, um, and uh, yeah, it's a fun it, word to say at home, by the way. Polygonal, poly, polygonal. Um, polygonal. Inter so interestingly enough, oh, that's him next to uh, that's him next to Prime. Yes, like Optimus yeah. Primal. So he's not a big, big boy. No, he's not going to be huge. He's going to be, yeah, he is about the same size as Optimus Primal. Um, so this was, uh, which was the convention this was revealed at? Um, I want to say uh, Tokyo Toy Show. So oh, we, we were not expecting a reveal, but we got one. And uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of photos from, a lot of photos from at the booth. I'm pretty sure that we're looking at a painted prototype. It's proper promotional photos of him as well. Like that's the interesting thing, obviously, is this figure came out of nowhere. Like usually there's there's rumors and there's leaks and there's prototypes and there's gray forms and, and like we see this this stuff comes out and we all just sort of nod and go, Oh yeah, there it is. This one, I saw this online and went, That's a cool third party. And then somebody said, No, it's first party, and I was like, What? what? Yeah. What? Oh, snap. Okay, fair enough. And well, yeah, tons of color and just really 
struck me out of nowhere. Really left field for a Haztac as it is. Well, considering at this exact same time as this was being announced, we had rumours of here come the new Seekers. Yes. <laughs> and, and the... Um... That that, oh. so that that is a that is a still a valid rumor. There is still a rumor that we are getting a complete new um, Seeker three point zero mold. There are there are two Seeker molds at the moment. There's the MP three and the MP eleven molds. There are only a very small difference between some of them. But uh, the rumor is that we are going to get a new Seeker. And oh god, I don't know if I'm going to be able to buy them. Not to mention Galvatron has been rumored again. <laughs> Galvatron has been rumored for like I three know. years. Okay, we don't care. Yeah. So. Hmm. So yeah, Leo Convoy is a very, uh, very strong, very proud-looking fella. He's got some very interesting-looking hips. Um, just the exposed ball joints are just really different. Yes. Yeah, they are. He's very, very cool. Very. It's it's interesting because, like, obviously, um, I mean, the Transformers as a TV show isn't a traditional sort of anime. Like, it is obviously the Japanese animation style, but it isn't the really, really exaggerated, really massively bright colors and things. This guy is so anime he shits manga so, so i kind of put this in the same pile as masterpiece star saber yeah mm. i mean star saber has a very similar palette and the same thing with like the really big contrasting colors but star saber also doesn't have a massive lion head on his shoulder that if you oh, look no, 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 it yeah. looks like a bunch of bananas but I, I i guess in terms of in terms of it sort of looking maybe a little bit too Maybe a little bit too clean in some places. There's there's a lot of very clean sweeping lines on him, just like that we're on uh, on Star Saber. We're sort of a little bit more accustomed to masterpieces being a little bit more detailed, and that's why I really I really get a similar a similar Star Saber feel off this. And also, I'm also completely unfamiliar with the source material, so yeah. But I'm still going to buy it because I can't abide a missing number in my masterpiece collection until you turn it backwards. <laughs> oh, the back of it's not that terrible, to be honest. I mean, like the giant legs are they're unfortunate but at the same time when you're dealing with masterpieces or just transformers in general when you're dealing with beasts as an alt mode they gotta go somewhere yeah yeah the limbs have to go somewhere you can't just be like optimus primal where you share the same limbs and you just sort of flip flip some hands out of here and hands out of there that's where they go is at the back from the front he's pretty nice from the sides it's okay his extra limbs bothersome is it a deal breaker? Not really. I mean, what else could you possibly do with that without actually employing either voodoo? Or black? <laughs> now go do that voodoo that you do so well. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. We I think we we commented too when um, insert name here company was bringing out the uh, the star scream from Amada. I think it was. Mm. Uh, you got that figure. Um, I think masterpiece can't be bogged down with G one and. Even the Beast Wars did all now. As as fans grow older, nostalgia is going to get newer and newer, and we're here seeing newer figures as well. Whereas I think this is still a Beast Wars era <laughs> figure, but um, I I don't think it's going to be um, continuously going back to the G one pool as we go further. It will be interesting to see it when it's when it's close to being finished. Obviously, this is a painted prototype. You can tell the paint's really sharp in some areas. And that image where you see it from behind, you see massive paint wearing on every single joint. And that just comes from it being a thick coat of acrylic paint. You yeah. see, for example, the hinge at the very end of the shoulder that actually mounts the head. Look at the wear on the back of the hinge there. Mm. 
that's just it's completely come off a of gray gray form same with all the panels on the back which his back is actually quite clean but all the edges there it's rubbing it's a gray form that's been painted yeah. i reckon once we start to see some colored plastic possibly i think he's going to look really nice i mean he looks good now i think he's only going to improve yeah and that, that, that's it looking at these sort of prototypes it's look at the figure itself the design and not how it's put together or how it's posed it's we had the same issue with combinable superior time Superior time, Superion being glued together on the on yep. the floor and things being mixed, mixed, matching all over the place. So, yeah, I think the uh, funny thing about this is that there's going to be fans of this character who never expected to get a masterpiece. Ever. Oh, there, there definitely are. Yeah. There's people there, there who have just spat their tea out. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, look at them. The uh, the uh, Takaratomi booth actually has a, a regular um, a regular janitor going around to clean up spilled tea. <laughs> i wonder if there's a time coming up where people will jump off the number train i'm sure people are already doing it with the beast wars figures with maybe correct. maybe at 50 who knows yeah is there I, a point i'm actually surprised that there's not like a different naming convention for them i'm surprised that yeah. it's not like mp and then like b something yeah we've, we've said the same thing with the beast wars figures before yeah. they should be a beast wars masterpiece or Something different, well, just yeah. They did it with the movie figures. Remember, they're MPM. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting, different though. I, I think it's interesting because um, leaving them in the main masterpiece, I'm going to call it the main masterpiece line, like as just MP. It means that the completists need to buy it, even if they're not familiar. It means with that it. people named Jason who can't have a gap in their collection have yeah. to buy things, even if they don't like the character. Like you, tell me, right. Jason, what is your least favorite Transformers character? Uh, least favorite Transformer? Oh, I don't know. Someone that you just couldn't possibly own. Um, Two Lady comes out in 2021. You have to buy him. <laughs> that's, that's the end of that story. So, uh, so the thing, what, what I was going to say is that if you were to put this in a separate line and call it MPB, it sort of implies it's the second the second tier and so they, they wouldn't get it. So, eh, I don't know. It's a, it's a valid point. Yeah. Uh, so reports do suggest that this guy is going to come out January, February 2020. Hopefully hopefully he won't see any uh, delays as Masterpiece Megatron did, but we'll see how we go. Yeah. Or we might never see him again. He'll end up like a Masterpiece Hound and just vanish for years. Yeah. <laughs> the Hound, Hound arguably is now actually slating for release, but, you know, he just sort of vanished for a long time. Oh, yeah. Hound is due in uh, December, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. What's Prime? Is Prime August or sooner? Uh, I believe August, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, big big masterpiece releases for the year. We're going to go August and December, and then next year uh, January, February, probably February. Let's let's say. Yeah. Safe bet. Safe bet. And I reckon there'll probably be a couple of plus releases in the meantime as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about some new siege. Figures. Uh, we were all on the cheaper side of your retail uh, your <laughs> retail touch. If you're more keen on picking up your figures from your local Target or Kmart or Toy Mate or Toy World, a uh, really great range of surprising, actually, figures arriving in Siege. I mean, some of them we might have been expecting. Like, obviously, there was rumors of a leader Astro Train. We now have pictures of him. Big triple changer. Looks like a great steam engine. He's got a nice big bulky look to him and an excellent looking shuttle form. But then, out of the blue, we're also getting... Ape face as a Voyager, as another triple changer. Sure are. Big purple scary man. And then because obviously currently Siege has no helicopters and every new deluxe range needs at least one helicopter, Spinister. 
looking very much like a child's vomit after having too many skittles at a birthday party. No, he looks like a, he looks like a G two figure. He, he does. Thin, he really does. Teal. He's purple. Spinister's coming out, and then uh, we get a lovely uh, redeco of the uh, of the Ironhide figure. Um, Ratchet's been seen elsewhere, and he's going to be an exclusive somewhere. But we're getting a deluxe crosshairs as a lovely sort of a crimson red and bright blue looking boy. Um, I love that mold. I, I'd happily buy ten of it because it's just it's a great big deluxe figure, and the transformation is kind of interesting. They're all they're, so all of these figures are quite interesting to me. I, I am I really G two interested. Well, <laughs> I mean, like the the color palette on all of them. I mean, Astro Train is a very traditional color palette, but Astro Train color palette on all of them is just it's very it's quite out there and quite daring. There's it's a bit. It's a bit dark with like so the, the dark purples and the pinks yeah. and the blues and stuff, but then there's also quite a bit of grey and white through Absolutely. there as well. Looking, looking at the like the releases of obviously Ape Face, Spinister, and Crosshairs, it's like somebody sneezed at the color palette at like Hasbro <laughs> headquarters and went, ah, that's what we're making. Quick, we we're running out of pink plastic. Use up the rest of it quick. Yeah, mm. it has it has been pointed out that the uh, the helicopter canopy. Uh, the, the the pilot's area on uh, Spinister's legs is interesting because um, he's he's got he's got the he's got the helicopter cockpit on both legs, but there are no visible obvious joins in the uh, cockpit on the figure. So one of them looks like it's going to be fake and hidden inside. I think that's the case. I think you'll find that's probably. I mean, again, for people out there that understand engineering and the actual words for particular parts of a helicopter, I reckon it's going to be the helicopter's bum. Yes, yes. So, I mean, helicopters don't have bums, but the bum area of the helicopter, I reckon, is going to be another cockpit. I, I, so I actually thought maybe it, maybe that was that it might have like a gunnery location at the back, something like that. But um, yeah, the interesting thing as well that I noticed is that obviously his rotors they do that really they do that very old school thing where they actually sort of disconnect and fold. Like instead of staying in a straight line, his figure of him in um, bot mode they've actually separated instead of being a straight line have sort of come back up and become like a v-shape and whether they anchor or not i don't know but oh, i really hope they do if they're going to do that but yeah because yeah, every time that happens and it's left floppy it's really really annoying mm, if yeah. your swords don't turn in if sorry if your rotors don't turn into a sword they need to anchor in some way <laughs> that's just the rule sorry yes <laughs> I, I did find it particularly annoying with all the uh, combinables choppers trying to figure out what yes. the fuck to do with their blades. Yes. Um, now, can we address the giant monkey in the room? Yes, we'd Ape have to scroll up. Mm. Ape face is a Voyager triple changer. He's a big, scary-looking bot. He's a big, scary-looking ape, and he's the most delightful-looking plane. Let's also just point out that Siege Voyagers are not that big. No, but, I mean, it's more the case of it's Ape face Yes, like, that's true. We don't, like... If you think about it at the moment, if you have a tally sheet of voyages coming out in Siege, there's, sorry to, sorry to use the term, but fuck all autoports. Yes. And now we're getting ape face. So uh, Springer is coming soon. Yes. Um, and now we're going to retail right now. The Autobots are getting a very large Commander class jet fire. Um, I, know. I think we've got some photos of him coming up as well. Um, worth also pointing out with the new Voyager ape face that his head is a Titan Master. Yeah, that's so. We thought Titans Returns was done with the gimmick, but no, they've said no. You can still do it. Yeah, I, I've actually got the Titan Master of ape face, so it'll be interesting when this guy comes out to put him side by side. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, look. So Ape Face is uh, Ape Face is Ape mode. Um, 
Yeah, really, really interesting. He's he he does look quite appropriately ape-like. Uh, he's got a fantastic looks, Cyclops visor for his eyes. Looks a little looks a little bit venomy in the mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually love all three of his modes. I'm going to be honest. Like, I mean, the don't get me wrong. The jet looks like a flying brick, but mm. when with triple changes and one of those things is a jet, that's usually what happens. It's okay. He's a Cybertronian jet. They're known to be flying bricks. You don't need aerodynamics when you're flying in space. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and this looks like a completely new mold. There's no... I'm not yeah. seeing any new oh, reused from previous figures. No. Well, that's, that's the thing. I just... I, it's With all sort of retail releases from Hasbro and Takara, the first thing I do when I see a finger quote new mold is A, check <laughs> to see who it's been recycled from, and then if it's not recycled from anyone, I start to consider who's it going to be recycled into. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm... I mean, we've just got monster cons. Are we going to get new ones based off this now? I don't know. Maybe we'll get just a random... Oh, no. We'll get an Alpha Trion that's also now a giant ape. Because, you know, he was a lion at some point. I want to see the uh, fan mode of that ape sitting on that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just want to take my hat off in respect for the fact that, obviously, Astro Train looks really good, but... I really wish that he was going to be the Decepticons' first commander class. Mm. I would have loved a massive Astro Train. I, I, I don't think we're going to get two commander classes in the uh, in Siege. I think there'll be a new commander class next year. Well, I mean, uh, riddle me this. War for Cybertron Siege, War for Cybertron, similar to, like, Combiner Wars and such, that's supposed to be a series, right? It is. It is the War, gonna for, get, like, War, War for Cybertron, Cybertron Siege. trilogy. Yeah, then we're going to get just the first part. Yeah, well, then we'll get War for Cybertron Waffles, and then we're going to yep. get War for Cybertron Tail Sunday. Yeah. Phase three is always profit. Profit. There you go. So, excellent. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is this is actually the thing, right? Like, these would have to be some of the final figures for Siege. Um, they're, they're, oh. if, you, if you look at their availability date, available 1st of the 12th, 2019. So, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, by that time, you would expect, unless they're going to extend the line like they did with um, Combine Wars into an 18-month line, mm -hmm. by that time, you would expect to be seeing the next phase in the trilogy coming into coming to market, as we we definitely did see this in mm -hmm. um, in uh, Siege coming out late, late last year in America. Yeah, and I mean, even now as we sit here, there's a lot of things that have been announced but has not hit retail yet. I mean, we had notes about, obviously, there's a Deluxe Mirage figure coming out at some point. And there's a couple of sort of redecos that are popping up in different places as a as as a sorry as exclusive. So there's Amiga Supreme. Yeah, Amiga Supreme's still coming around. I reckon is is he not hitting the shelves closer to Christmas? He's going to be sort of the no. Big I think I think I think he's uh, I think he's a sort of a August September release. I think there's a there's yeah, a talk yeah. he might show up at SDCC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Excellent. It's a, it's a Titan figure, so it should be around that time. Huh. Uh, yeah, but see, we've got commander figures now as well, which we haven't had in years gone by. And also, I just, I just don't think that there's a, I don't think there's a magic schedule that everything keeps to. I think it's just that things get released when they're ready. Mm. That's a very good point. It's not like we don't have to worry about like there's a pink plastic shortage plaguing Korea or something, and therefore we can't get any more eight faces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, look, Hasbro. So Hasbro released Fort Max the year that you were at SCCC at SCCC, sure but they didn't release Trypticon at the show the following year so like it's not wow. it's not a hard and fast rule that there's a latent favoritism releasing yeah no it was you did you did good hmm. yeah. i just, yeah. just briefly um is this departing from what we've seen previously where normally they go for a very g1 character look for the figure but the alt mode is more cybertronian 
this especially the shuttle mode is screaming yeah. G one. Oh yeah, no, like, this totally. This yeah. Astro train is hella G. Like even his train mode is it's a steam locomotive, but still with the like he always sort of had bits hanging off the side. They weren't yeah. really train Does line. anyone uh, does anyone remember the point in the past at which they actually installed train lines and train stations on Cybertron? <laughs> Let's not go too deep. I, I, and because, I mean, like, Everyone <laughs> forgets the steam revolution of Cybertron. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, a, he's a train. Uh, so we've, we've talked about this with the, the Cybertronian modes of the, uh, the a lot of the earlier earlier figures as well. It's just sort of like, eh, it's close enough. But yes, they did go for a very, they went for a very uh, G1 accurate robot mode and indeed they have here as well. But then they were sort of a li little bit fast and loose with the, uh, the alt modes. And this one, they're just like, no, fuck it, let's just redo the toy. Like, we only did the last one a couple of years ago. We can do it again. Yeah, people love Astro Train. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I didn't pick up the previous Astro Train, so I'm on board with this. Mm. Get it? On board? He's a train? I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's, there is one G1 Carter, and I'm thinking of, I can't remember the name now, where we do that classical pan down through the, uh, the layers as we get towards the vector sigma or something and we go past steel then steam then rock then dirt and <laughs> as we go deeper in I'm, I'm sure there was train lines in there somewhere <laughs> all right shall we move on mm, has to train yes let us move on Speaking of Commander class, let's say, let's say we've got some official official Hasbro photos of the uh, Commander class Jetfire. He is a good looking boy, although he does he just looks like a Hasbro version of the uh, Fans Toys Phoenix, really. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, that's no. the interesting thing about like third party companies that kind of nail the aesthetic. <laughs> like Hasbro is just like yoink, done well. Don't and mind yoink, sand away. Don't mind it because I can deck a Kronos, but. I won't go yeah. too far. That's all this shit's added. I don't... Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, that's for people who want to do that. So, obviously, the big thing about, like, Siege... Siege... Yeah. Old yeah. mate. <laughs> hey, look, it's Red Wing. Anyway, so Siege uh, Jetfire. Big, big boy. He's doing, like, the whole weaponizer thing where, like, he's... Like, what is it? It's like the combat system, but it's C-O-M-B-A-T. It's, it's trade trademarkable. Yeah, he's got dozens of guns. And, like... I mean, not everybody puts every gun on every person, but he they comes do in America. Weapons. How yes. dare you, sir? <laughs> Sorry, they do in America. Um, this image here obviously shows him with every gun imaginable. He has wrist-mounted shotgun things. He's literally holding, like, machine guns. He's got missiles on the end of his wings. He's got guns on his back. Guns for days. Combat for days. I don't know about you guys. Siege is the first line in ages that I've actually started really keeping my boxes because, like, you know, when they're on card, you're throwing all my Siege boxes out. <laughs> I keep mine because I can put my accessories in the box and then put it somewhere. Plus, the cool thing about Siege boxes is that that curved section, sorry, not the curved section, the sort of the sculpt edge, Hmm. It has artwork of the figure. So when you put them side by side, you just sort of get like trading card yeah. pictures do, of do all you do. Do you know what else has artwork of the figure? Google? Google. Yeah, the <laughs> internet. Yes, I'm in Tasmania. The internet can just randomly turn off one day when we start to float away from the mainland. Thank you very much. So, so my internet randomly turned off this evening as well, which is why the, the podcast go. was in jeopardy. If you <laughs> hadn't thrown away your siege figures, you could have been looking at that stuff right then. Yeah. But um, the thing I love about this figure, obviously, A, he's gorgeous. B, he's big. But C, they've managed to resist the urge to cut corners 
and that have actually innovated. Things like the fact that his hands, when you open them, actually reveal the weapon peg and stuff like that. The thing I love about him the most is I have friends that aren't big into Transformers, but they've caught wind of this guy and have started asking me about it, going, what's the deal with him? And I'm like, oh, he's a special really big figure. And they go, I love Jetfire. I'm going to buy him. I'm like, <laughs> turns, out, turns out everyone loves Robotech. Everybody, well, everybody, well, I mean, it helps that you love jets, but you also love just big dudes that turn into jets and apparently are just sweating guns. So, you know, it's not a bad way to be. Okay, it's just that whole, as you said, big transformable jet robot guy. It mm. it doesn't scream Transformers. It probably screams more Robotech mm-hmm. than Transformers. But it just people love giant robots, and this this bloody He's a giant robot. This is, what, this is why the Titans have been that popular. This is why they're doing a commander class. Because they're just sort of like, let's see if we can just sort of slip out two big figures in a year instead of one. Exactly. The the giant, or in Spanish, El Gigante. <laughs> Question is. <Not> very much. <laughs> Thank you for the random Spanish translation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Will we see this at Reject Shop for $20, though? What's the <laughs> Spanish version of the Reject Shop? El rejecto. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just looking at the real time stats. Spain has just gone dark. Oh. Oh. Left the podcast. Yeah, that's all right. We're still number seventy six in Egypt. So we're there you go. We, we, have, we haven't shat on the devastator scene in uh, in uh, Revenge of the Fallen enough yet that no, we are no. still popular in Egypt. If you are listening to the podcast from Egypt, a we're sorry, and b thank you. Welcome aboard. <laughs> um, we love pyramids. Just a quick note for giant transforming Jetman. Obviously, he's got every gun under the sun, but it's probably worth mentioning as well. If they still use the same ports as every other gun ever, you can pretty much arm your entire like Autobot or Decepticon army from just one by borrowing guns from him. No, no one, no one needs to buy any weaponizers anymore. All you need is a Jetfire. That's actually why Jetfire is going to be 150 bucks, is because they're just paying for the weaponizer. I mean, the image on screen now is him completely naked. He still looks great. I know he does. He doesn't have eight million guns on him, and he doesn't have his weird comp like armor attachments. Again, I don't hate them. I just don't know if I like them. The other, the other thing I've noticed here is the faction logo as well. Yes, the reversible faction logo, just to remember the fact that he was originally a Decepticon for all 10 minutes before he stopped being a Decepticon. Yeah. Um, if they really wanted to change, make it... Change! If they wanted to make it really unique, they should have made it so it had three options and he could just be a nothing. It's a personal choice. <laughs> it, it just it just says science rules or something like that. Now, um, based off these images, uh, that drool, first one... Decepticons drool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he's standing, can you go back to the first image, the Siege Jetfire 01? Is, does he not have an ankle tilt, or is the person just, <laughs> just not bothered doing it? I was it? just looking at that, and I was just like, I'm not going to bother with that. Uh, I think based on the um, based on the subsequent image, I think he does. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, it, it's, they're just sort of ducking out a little bit. It could just be that they haven't bothered. I mean, I do that all the time. Like, I sit a figure down, it balances, I walk away. I look at it two days later, it's terrible. So what, so what are you saying, that um, Hasbro may have mistransformed a figure for an official photo? I was going to say, if you're Hasbro going official, you take the time. <laughs> Have sure. you ever browsed Amazon and seen the amount of half-transformed and mistransformed garbage that's on there? Yeah. One, it's hilarious, and two, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it is, it is. Shall we move on? We've had a good yes. look at Jetfire. Uh, he's... A little, little, a little bird tells me that Jetfire is making his way to Australian retailers now. 
What? Um, yeah, yeah, no, he's like he's due for release. Oh, uh, I can't afford him yet. <laughs> let, let me just let me just scroll back through my. Just um, check with your bird, please. I'm just checking. I'm checking with my bird. My bird do not is, do not wait for it to go to eBay because you'll be yeah. paying big time. My bird is chittering a bit too much at the moment. Is it? My bird. I would. It's because it's, it's a bird. Everyone, everyone knows the bird is the word. Bird, well, bird, if the word is fire, I'm very interested. <laughs> I wasn't going to buy him, but the more I look at him, the more I love him, and the more I think I need him. Because he's big enough, I can take take him to bed and hug him like a like a bear. I mean, my, I'll have to speak to my wife first, but it probably wouldn't even surprise her. Uh, so, yeah, look, look, the little birdies have said that uh, they are seeing stock movements based on uh, Jetfire's product code going through systems in Australia. And um, apparently he's also, if, if you take a uh, picture of the, the barcode, if you can get it from packaging shots and scan it at Target, apparently it works. How, yeah. Does it give you a price? Mm, don't know. Maybe $150. Don't know. Maybe it wasn't a scan. It might have just turned up in Target's stock systems. I'm not hmm. sure. Interesting. Okay. Well, considering Target had leaders or the AOE leader at least for 99, this would have to be like, as you're saying, 150, 140. I'd love to see $149. I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are there are retailers, retailers, online retailers that are selling this for um, around 150 to 170. I'm not sure. Oh. Well, that's that's neato because I mean it's still cheaper than you know, fan style is Phoenix by how much? Thirty dollars? Um, is it thirty dollars oh, though? No, no. I was like, say, like, is it thirty? Fan size Phoenix ends up being about three hundred bucks these days because it's two hundred. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Toybot Imports has him for one hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. Um, Keeping in mind, Brad, if you do buy Fans Toys Phoenix, he does cost more, but he can also take t a lot of money off your home insurance because he does count as home defense because you can beat someone <laughs> to death with him. Yeah. Uh, so, Toybot Empire, it's 160. Um, Bulletproof Villain also has 160. Mm. And uh, Amazon is linking to the old one. <laughs> um, oh, great. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Savvy's Toys has doesn't have a final price. He's only up for pre-order. And there's currently one... Generations Jetfire on eBay for 160 bucks. <laughs> it's good. Let's hope somebody doesn't read it carefully and buys it. Yeah. I love how rares in capital letters. <laughs> God. Anyway, so look, I'd say 150, 160 bucks. Yeah. Either way, save them bones. Yep. yep. Uh, IDW recently announced the second of their, uh, their new Transformers titles is starting, I believe it's around September, and it's going to be called Transformers Galaxies. Um, it is uh, an opportunity for the publishing house to visit particular stories that they're interested in telling inside the, uh, the Transformers universe. The first series, the first story arc, will focus on the Constructicons and uh, the story of how the Constructicons came to be, which apparently will be different to the cartoon where there's seven of them. Um, but, uh, uh, yes... Uh, the artist will be uh, artist on the series will be Livio Romandelli, which will be the first time uh, one of the older generation of IDW artists has returned to work on uh, on the new series. And um, yeah, interesting. So one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up to talk about this is because I I would like to know. Like I I suspect the answer is no. Brad's not interested in reading it. Ash, have you been reading the new ones? I haven't. 
not out of disinterest, but because my method for reading comic books is to wait until there's a ton out and then just binge them. Yeah, I read the I read the first I read the first comic. I bought the first comic, um, like a physical copy of it, and I haven't I haven't gone back to buy them since. Um, I probably will when I'm on a flight next. I'll probably take a tablet on a flight and I just log on to Comixology and buy everything and then read them on a flight. Yeah, that's exactly. Tends, tends am, to me how I read comics. I am very much the same. Yeah, I I really like the look of this artwork. Mm. Um, I actually have seen this art before, and it's it, like you said, this is one of the older artists. So, uh, Olivia Romandelli is one of the artists who's been working on IDW Transformers books for a while. He also does, um, he also works at, he, so he works at Niantic. Um, he actually does artwork for Ingress, yeah. Pokemon Go, and uh, Harry really? Potter Wizards Unite. Yeah. Huh. Um, it's, it's it's really it's, it's it's really interesting. Um, I tweeted one thing about Ingress, and he started following me on Twitter, and I'm like, Dude, I've been talking about Transformers I, for years. I actually have a print from him. I actually have one of his um his prime. Yeah. He's got like a big prime print that I bought a long, long time ago. Fantastic. It was, it's, it's just yeah, it's a really good clean aesthetic that really captures characters beautifully. And yeah. they're still expressive. Like a lot so of he, people yeah. he, he was an artist that IDW would often use when they were talking when they were doing like flashbacks to old Cybertron. Um, oh. because he, he would use a lot of sort of uh, gradient shades and stuff so like you can sort of see on the building there um, and yeah no he's um he, he has a really good he has a really good style for transformers and um, yeah some sometimes the the coloring on his artwork um, brings in a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of computer generated shades and stuff rather than just sort of looking like a traditional mm -hmm. color but um, you know comics are made digitally these days it's all it's all fine yep mm. yeah I I'd be interested to get the first issue of this just to see where we go, who the writer is, and where we're going to sort of set this. There's no sign of Windblade, so <laughs> definitely, I'm definitely happy. Wait, let, me, let, me, let me just control F and make sure there's no Windblade on the um. <laughs> yeah. So yes, uh, so the, the the plot says long ago after the war against the threefold spark ended. I don't know what the threefold spark is. I don't know whether that's part of the first story arc in the main comic. Uh, the Constructicons emerged to help rebuild the decimated planet in grand fashion. But what happened to them in the years since? Why have they been erased from Cybertron's history? <coughs> Devastator. And <laughs> what have they been planning for their devastating return? <laughs> I, see what, I see what they did there. <laughs> uh, as far as the author, it is it is written by uh, a, a gentleman named Tyler Blazinski, uh, who is actually the uh, co-founder of Vox Media, the uh, the media empire that runs sites like Polygon and The Verge. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, and apparently he is a lifelong Transformers devotee, but has not um, long time fan, first time writer. Indeed. Yeah, we've I'm seen not, all that. I'm not. I'm not looking super forward to it. I haven't really felt. I haven't really felt the need to really track along the new comics just yet. But um, I'll see how I go. The, uh, the 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 mainline comic is up to issue six or seven. So um, you know, there's certainly plenty to catch up there. Yeah. What's up next? Final story of the uh, final story of the show is that. Uh, if you are if you are like a, a growing number of Transformers fans and you'd like collecting little versions of Transformers, or as we as we like to call them, legend scale, mm. uh, then 
uh, who, who's this company? It's, uh, it's Transform Elements. Transform um, Elements has got a, uh, as they're starting to move into Beast Wars figures, they've got a legend yeah. now, Black Arachnia. Transform Elements done quite a number of uh, little things. And quite recently, I think the thing that <laughs> sort of caught people off guard is obviously they did the larger, um, the Light of Freedom transforming prime went, went over very well didn't he yeah well i mean he arrived at the same time as the as the uh, one from magic square didn't it <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting one like it wasn't a bad figure it just came at the wrong time mm. but um transform element has been known for doing some really good quality this is obviously a test shot that they're showing off of uh, what they're doing um i mean ha hands up here people that enjoy collecting legend scale figures like yeah yeah I'm, I, I'm I, I haven't i haven't been but i'm starting to yeah, I don't know. There was just it, at some point it clicked with me that I realized, hey, they're usually not prohibitively expensive. They take up less room, so you know you can sort of keep many of them on the shelf. And because they're smaller, it means that a lot of the times the transformation and the actual sort of articulation has to be a little bit smarter. Like they can't yeah. get it five hinges because we can. There's a <laughs> lot of okay, well we'll tolerance this and we'll put this here and this will be swivel ball joints. You can live with them. That's fine, but. Yeah, we've, we're seeing sort of the entrance here of, well, how do you feel about getting into Beast Wars Legends? Because, I mean, are there any others? Have we ever seen any others? No, and that's that's what I'm really excited about is the fact that we're moving away from G1 and into Beast Wars, much like the Masterpiece is. Yeah, and obviously, because they're, <laughs> they're breaking new ground for, like, you know, hey, people <laughs> want to collect Beast Wars figures, they're just leading with their best boob. I mean, foot forward. <laughs> <laughs> they're releasing Black Arachnia, and she's really faithful to the design. She's, 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 just quite, she's quite well endowed. Top mm. heavy. I mean, I mean there's, four, there's four legs on each side of her uh, arms, and like, they look faithful to the show. Just let me do a quick count. Yes, it's accurate. We yeah. <laughs> but um, the interesting thing here is I've actually seen the prototype images, the unpainted ones. The actual spider mode is exceptional. Really? Yes. Oh. But we don't see that here, which confuses me greatly. So they do have a... Uh, oh, here we go. Yep. Yeah. There we go. There we go. So just so you're aware, that's what we're looking at at the spider mode. That's the unpainted one. Obviously, it's all black, so you can call it the Black Widow version if you want to, but... That I mean, really condenses down nicely. It's it's confusingly good. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing that gets me, is I'm looking at it going, yes, but what's your secret? Where does it all go wrong? But I, I can't tell you, because it just seems to work, apparently. So. Uh, I thought there'd be an arm sticking at somewhere. or <laughs> An arm or a head or something. Oh, my Hasbro. Yeah, or some inverted breasts as fangs. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hasbro. You did that once, and it was weird. But um, yeah, I mean, that's that's what it is, and it does what it says on the tin. It is a legend scale black arachnia that is black arachnia. Yeah, it just yeah. it just ask the question again. How can you screw up jets so much by having robot kibble under a jet where you got a spider? Okay, but, maybe if you turn it upside down, you'd see it. But there aren't. Okay, there's arms there, but. It's all sort of contained. Yeah. I don't know. I, I want to know your secrets. <laughs> just just for argument's sake, just for argument's sake, I'm sending an additional photo, if you'd be so kind. Slightly different angle. Still not completely stuffed. Again, yeah. Oh, yeah. the big question yeah. of how. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this and you're not watching, what we're looking at here is the closest approximation of a human robot turning into a spider. There's no random hand sticking out. There's not like no. a hair peering out. It has all the legs. It has a big bulbous butt. 
and it has an actual convincing looking spider head with complete with spider head. creepy creepy spider head. <laughs> yeah does whatever a spider head does so everything everything contracts into its ass i'll say it i have it to just... keep reminding myself it's a legends figure so this is a little boy yeah this isn't a so delightful little girl but yeah well, little girl, the robots don't have gender. Argue, argue, but um, it works, and I'm I'm keen to see it. I'm keen to see more stuff from a uh, transform element if they can pull out stuff like this. I am very keen to have my very own pretty pink pocket dinosaur in purple. Who goes? Yeah, yes. and a Dinobot would be fantastic. Dinobot, can you imagine oh. what a legend scale rat trap would be like? Uh, well, Better. we kind of have it from Takara already. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit more a little bit more detailed yeah this this is fantastic so i i'm 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 fearful of the prospect of getting into legend scale figures now because there's actually been so many of them in the last two years that like i'm just sort of like oh but if i need to go back and get that ultra magnus is it going to be really expensive now i don't know um, and I'm also, yeah. not, I'm also not sure whether or not they're all sort of a similar scale or not. Like, can I combine, can I combine Iron Factory ones with Transform Mission? I can tell you right now, they're not. Yes. Yep. There is. A yeah, I don't know. Mm. So it's one of those cases that if you buy Sunstreaker from this range and then you buy Sideswipe from this range and put them side by side, you just sit there biting your fingernails, going, "There's like a good ten mil between them." So don't do it. Yeah. Mm. My advice stick to a mold from one company and then if you want to deviate stick to a mold from the other company if it's going to be different variations in height is fine not when your seekers are all different heights <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah fair enough too good advice Mm. Right, uh, that is the end of the news. Shall we? Uh, shall we talk about some acquisitions briefly? Ash, I, know, I believe you've got some stuff. Brad, do you have some acquisitions? I do. I just need to work out what's going to have this camera. It's all right. Oh, it's all I'm good. Done. All right. Um, going back to the original. Um, Jason, you've Pretty talked purple about purple pocket dinosaur. <laughs> oh, Barney! I was stroking him earlier. That is <sighs> that is not oh. something you should admit to on the podcast. <laughs> Has that got has it got protective plastic on his back? I haven't taken it off because I don't want him. Oh, I was going to say, it, Brad, are you trying to like seal in his freshness? Because he's no, cut, no. He's cut <laughs> it's that's how it comes comes out of the box, and I, I love there's a neck articulation there, very nice sharp teeth. The eye sockets, the eyes can, and it's not going to work. But this is the can, articulated eyes that can actually yeah articulate. You can move it around. Um, not much articulation in the tail, but. It just I've not actually I've not actually taken mine out of the box. Oh okay. Um I love like even articulated claws like Oh that's really cool. Now he's a Velociraptor. Nice ankle joints or ankle tilts. Um I've been holding off for the longest time, but I think all my Beast Wars figures are about to go into robot mode. Just um. that's what Obviously, they've got panel lines. The alt modes are not the best, especially Dinobot, I think, is the worst at the moment with um, just how much they're trying to hide everything. They're trying to do a lot, especially considering that Beast Wars did not have accurate transformations on screen. <laughs> they just faffed it hard. Heads just vanished. Yeah. Popped out of other parts. <laughs> um, 
bot bots. Last time I was on and talked about new acquisitions, I had not seen any bot bots anywhere near here. I got a couple of real nice ones, <laughs> corn dog, corn dog, and flashlight. And then I was going off the five dollar blind bags, <clears throat> blind containers, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Blisters. Um, and then I got this. Oh, that's awesome! What no, on earth is that? No, it's not. This is a Pokemon or something. This is not a bot bot. Out of all these figures that transform into real life Thanks. objects, what the fuck is that? It appears to be some kind of plant, sir. But I mean, yeah, when it, when it's not a plant. What is it? It it might transform into a plant, but it's just. Remember, I've got the cactus one as well. Like the cactus is super cute. That's great. I, I, I really this this put me Send off bots. I will, and that goes. I, I this, <laughs> that put me off bot bots for about a month. I was like, blind bags are stupid, and then I went into Target Only and they had. <laughs> well, I went into Target and they had the five packs where I could actually see what I was buying. And that's uh, where that's where I got yes. grumpy piano, uh, <laughs> actual character name, baby piano. <laughs> Did you buy the piano box? Well, yeah, I've yeah, got. Is, I've got is that Shredder Jack the Nacho Bucket just then? That one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Nacho. And yeah, once once I got past the Super Pokemon one, I was excited. Um, yeah. The good thing about Bot Bots is that if if there's one you don't like, I can guarantee that out of the range, there's six others that you love anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Surprisingly, I missed out on Age of Extinction. The last night, Cogman. Mm-hmm. Coles had him for nineteen dollars. Hey. Picked him up, picked up Drift as well, which filled the gap. I'm not interested in the new studio series. That's a better looking Cogman for me. So the thing about picking up that figure is that you don't need the studio series because it's identical. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, picked up Scrap, Scrap Metal. Scrap Metal um, is generally an interesting figure. I'm quite surprised by him. I'm. I'm quite. He looks good. He transforms good. I love the alt mode. Um, he'll be going in my last night uh, display because he has no. I don't want him to have anything to do with Devastator whatsoever. There's, there's <laughs> two seconds. Naughty Constructicons. <laughs> no, he's not a Constructicon. There's two seconds in the last night where he transforms as they're ev- getting out of that scrapyard, where the head, the chest, and everything is the CG model of that. Caterpillar excavated transforming. <laughs> so he's got nothing to do with Devastator. He'll be in my last night um, display. To be uh, honest, Studio Series Devastator is a very long commitment as well because he's going to be releasing for many months. Yeah. Well, not only that, the fact that the third party one's coming in, the bots look better. Um, it might be a little bit more expensive, but they come with wrecking balls, which Takara <laughs> slash Hasbro will never do. I'm, I'm quite happy to invest. In that devastator, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that that's it's got balls. Yeah, third, <laughs> third party companies got balls to show balls. Brilliant, Ash. What what have you got there? Uh, interestingly enough, you were mentioning about like uh, collecting legend scale figures, and you said, "Oh, if I miss something, is it really expensive now? Like, will that Magnus cost me a lot?" Did you mean this Magnus? <laughs> I may have. <laughs> God, he looks good too. Yes. So uh, this is Magic Effects uh, Ultra Magnus. Um, I think his name is uh, Judy Roller or something like that. It's, it's it's like something to do with moving vehicles, but it's 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 Ultra Magnus. Just just so you're aware. Um, Magnus Ultra. 
He's fantastic. He's an exceptionally groovy little dude. Really, he's got metal, just a little bit of metal to make him stand up. As you can see, if I put him here, you know, fits in the palm of your hand. But he's an Ultra Magnus. His transformation is actually really nifty. I won't go through the entire thing, but one thing I would like to share with you all while you're here visually watching this with me is just how his arms work, if only because the first time I did it, I was like, sorry, what? You pull out a stopper, you move this, you pull this up, and then you explode this. And basically what happens is his entire arm folds in about five different ways. So now you can see... <laughs> His arm is now telescoped away from his body for the same length as his entire midsection and legs. So Go, go, gadget arm. Yeah, he's just like, I need to change the channel, and it's all the way yeah. over there. And um, Mr. Fantastic is not around. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> go, go, gadget Magnus arm. <laughs> absolutely love it. Because um, he's a little groovy doover, um, obviously, there's a, the cool thing about Legends figures is there's sort of a hefty amount of I can forgive that silliness just because it's a Legends figure. So, um, obviously... That's your optim that's your Ultra Magnus there, and then we turn it around. No, I didn't see that before when you were out. That's okay. There's an entire truck cab on his back, but it doesn't really bother you. He's got he actually has an ab crunch. That's really generous on a little yeah. dude. He comes with a uh, he comes with his own uh, <laughs> uh, leadership matrix, so he can try and say "damn it" open and get it to light his darkest hour. Does and, it open? Um, or not. <laughs> no. Well, it's, it's come with Ultra Magnus. Of course it does. And I'm sure does the one that comes it? with Rodimus does. Can, can you attach four sweeps to him and pull him apart? <laughs> I, I haven't tried. At least I won't try until they sell like a Legend Scale uh, Rekgar so I can put him back together again. And yeah. uh, added bonus, he's got light piping. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. yeah. This tiny, tiny now, little head. Now, 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 tell me, since we were talking about this, how much is he? How much is he? Yes. You're asking the wrong dude because guess how much I paid for this one? Don't know. 30 bones. Ooh, why, why, hang on, why is that asking the wrong person? Well, because I, I, well, I, because I bought this off somebody who didn't like it. Oh, okay, right. He said it's, it's not, he didn't like it because he thought it was bad. He just went, yeah, I got it. I don't think I want to do Legends figures, so I'll sell this. You want it? $30. And I'm like, hell yes. Winning. Uh, yeah, big thank you to the member who sold it to me. I think I'll, I won't say his name if only because people might go, whatever stuff you got, cheap man. Yeah. I would leave him out of it. But um, fantastic. Magic Square do exceptional work. After seeing their Masterpiece Prime, I was I was impressed. But now seeing their main line of figures, the little guys, I want all of them. The one thing I will mention, however, Magic Square do have an issue with their Legends figures are a tiny bit bigger. Um, I'm going to sound pretentious here, but I've started calling it Heroic Legends scale because they are still smaller, but they just they just got a bit more presence. Alongside my other ones, it's Ultra Magnus. He's a big guy; doesn't matter. But I think I will get their Prime as well, just because it is a miniature version of their masterpiece figure, and their masterpiece uh, figure rocks my socks off. So you know, it's a great time. Good, good. Mm. He's also got a lovely little spot on his shoulder for a uh, auto brand eventually, and it's it is sized to sort of have your smallest ones from your regular sheets will fit it pretty good. So yeah, yeah. Very I think good. that's another another case for why they make it bigger. Oh, Brad, what have you got yeah. there? It'd be good to have them side by side because I've got the Magic Square Prime <laughs> right there. And oh, he's so adorable! Oh, I love oh, him. I'll put it right there. Oh, does, no, does, he, does he yeah. have a ridiculous name as well for you know non copyright reasons? Oh, I'm sure he's called. Wasn't he Light of Freedom or something? Red no, Vibe. isn't that their big one? I, I, I thought that's what they named their um. I don't know. 
I thought that's what the name of the thing. But either way, he lives on my desk. I transform him every now and then. I repose him every other day. Love him. Absolutely. Right. I give him 10 spuds. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, you got the cab on the truck at the back there where that's not why isn't going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I can sit here and his face, or his mm-hmm. front is like G1. Yep. Then you can get the front, fold it down, turn it around, fold it back, and it's toy. <laughs> like it's just, a just yeah, just simple engineering stuff like that is just. That's why anything Magic Square brings out in Legend scale. That's where I'm going to first up. Yeah, good. Yes. I'm currently weighing up. Uh, obviously, getting their prime, and I'm also very, very uh, into their blaster. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. The slightly bigger scale also means that things like obviously blaster and soundwave, they can do the chest gimmick without it being prohibitive. So very nifty. 10 out of 10 spuds. Yeah, and as you're saying, like stick to the, the grouping of figures, like go for the one, the lot of seekers in a mold or Absolutely. as you said, blast a sound wave in one particular company. Yeah. I, cassettes, have, yeah. That, yeah. I, I have iron factory figures and they are fantastic. It's a really good look to them, but like, it's just sort of the case. Like I mentioned before, if you buy seeker a from this company and seeker B from this company, they may look similar, but they're probably going to have a size variation. That's just going to stand out like a sore thumb. So yeah, mm. pick, pick the ones you like from a certain company and go with them. Absolutely. I have, uh, I have completed something <gasps> in the, the last few weeks. I have completed my, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, so if I move slightly aside, you can see that I clearly have. Oh. <laughs> um, so no, I, I, I've completed, I have acquired all 31 uses of the classic Seeker mold. Oh, oh, really? I have. Wow. The last one that you had to pick up that you didn't have. So the last one. Uh, so I actually needed the last three, which were the Seekers from the BotCon A uh, Days of Deception uh-huh. box set. Which means yes, I have acquired the box, the BotCon Age of. De- uh, God, I can't even think of the name of it. The Days of Deception um, box set, uh, which has a Thundercracker, a Thundercracker Dirge, and Thrust uh, in it, and. Uh, they're actually some of the best decos of the figures that you'd ever see. Um, the uh, I, I posted a picture of the uh, Thundercracker on my Instagram, which I can probably find if that's important. Um, <laughs> let me just let me just see. How how can he do it? We'll find and out. Totally. Unlocked. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. Let's so see. you have to tell us now, Jason. You, you obviously you've collected all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, are they going? Are some of them going to stay in boxes? Are some of them going to come out? Like, like all, all of them are out on the shelves. They're, like, do you have a grand plan to design to display them all? Then I've actually, um, I've actually had the Botcon. I've actually had all, all the seekers on shelves for a really long time, anyway. Um, but it, so the Botcon boxes, they're not sealed or anything. So like, there's okay. no, there's no real point. Now, let me just see if I can go here and go to like screen share. And go application window, and just go. Yeah, we'll share. Do that. I do admire people that do the completionist connection uh, collections where they get all of a mold and things like that. But there's always that time where you get one of the things that you're after, but it's like mint in box or something, and you're like, do I put it on the shelf? Yeah, no, that's oh. true. And then I don't want to do that. But look, look how gorgeous that Thundercracker is. A really good looking. Is that is that like a heat rub sign? It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, it, is uh, it is now so old it doesn't work anymore, but uh, it is. <laughs> I just need to get it hotter. Uh, get one of those butane torches that they use for like doing creme brulees, and then just nothing, nothing can go wrong. 
Yeah, <laughs> nothing could go wrong. Um, so yeah, they are they are fantastic looking figures, and the, great jets. The, the set also actually comes with a classic Jetfire repainted into a um, what uh, purple and blue uh, Dreadwind. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Look, I'm going to have to go and get this guy. So go retrieve. Um, hang on a second. I will just uh, turn off my screen share as it cascades from us. How, how do I stop doing the screen share? There we there go. We go. All right, hold on. I'll go get. I'll go get Jetfire. While he's doing that, a quick, a quick little note of mine, Brad. Um, yep. I'm absolutely in love with the Transformers Prime Wheeljack mold. It's something that I love. It ever, it's such an interesting and great take on the character. It transforms beautifully. Because of this, I have gone out of my way to try and get every variation of it. Which means I have oh. Wheeljack. I have Dark Energon Wheeljack. I have Beast Hunters Wheeljack. I have Dead End. I have Wild Rider. However. There is one variant that I do not have. And there was actually a Botcon mold of Chrome Dome done in that mold. Was, yep. Yeah. Now, somebody did offer one to me, but it was mint in box. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you're not working and, for next week. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I said to them, like, as much as I want it and as much as I want to do the sort of economical linguistics and gymnastics to try and make the money appear. I can't do it because as soon as I get it, out of the box it goes and onto the shelf to stand next to all the other guys. So can't do it. Sorry, mate. Thanks for anyway. So if anyone's got that mold and they've taken it out of their box and they want to sell it to me for like 30 bucks, I'm waiting. But yeah. There's a premium there. That... It's one of those two brick exclusive things. One day. One day. I'll find it in a car boot sale when I'm 80. How about that? Yeah. And that goes back to your early or your first off discussion about collecting figures and going completers and that. There are a lot of people who just collect figures for the price to resell. Yeah, they do that. Uh, some, All right. Some do. Not not everyone does. Do. No, so, no. If you right. um, if you put that uh, back onto me, please. I Let the man display. How very very interesting. Yeah. So yeah, he's a um, he is a uh, so officially he's Dreadwind. Um, <laughs> He, he yeah. looks like he's got like a G1 combiner Brutus head. He does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, also, he's because um, that's that's the helmet, right? And so, if you take oh, if you take the helmet that? off, he actually if you take the helmet off, he actually does have a, a remolded head. Wow, he does actually have a Dreadwind head. Yeah. Oh damn, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there, there you go. There's a little bit of focus. Um, really? I, 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 like Fun Pub was pretty well known for actually doing proper head molds when they were repainting figures mm. into, into new uh, designs. So yeah, so he's he, he's uh, they got the the Jetfire um, helmet thing uh, over that there. Yeah. So yeah, he is a fantastic color design too. Like he's got these giant purple thrusters on the back instead. Oh of wow. Red. Um, and yeah, so and, and uh, there's a rub sign uh, there on. <laughs> 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 He's right, and uh, just just for um, just for comparison's sake uh, as well, just people kind of forget that the the classics Jetfire mold is actually damn sexy. It is. That is a and that that's not even the the leader class one from Generations. This no. is this is like this is pre that. Yeah, this is the one that my friend who likes Siege, uh, who's really into the Siege one, still yeah. has that one. Yeah, yeah. He was slightly and, salty that the Generations one didn't hit his local reject shop for twenty bucks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just uh, j I picked it up off the shelf as I, as I came back in as well. There's there's the, uh, the oh, hello, uh, Now, so like this is this is a really nice 
Deco thrust. There's a rub sign on him there as well. It's just ah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the colors and the details. Um, on a lot of little things. mini details around him, doesn't there? A lot of splashes of yellow here and there. Bit of yeah. really sort of orangey reds. It's quite nice. He really does. These are uh, the the seekers from this set. They are actually something special. So yeah. Mm. Um, and so yeah, so that completes the that completes the seeker set. Um, and I've got I've got more than thirty one seekers because I've I've also got some of the CHMS KOs as well. I was going to say, um, there's always knockoffs that are in random colors as well that you're like, eh, it's a fiver. Eh. They are there. It's a, like the, the the KOs sort of still off to the side. Yeah. Um, and they, I, I've, I've got the I've got the ghost. shit at the back of the no I'm not going to say yeah. boss no I've got I've got I've got the ghost KOs as well because um, Sanchez also did um, ghost Starscream and then went we can do ghosts of everyone so um, so I've got I've got the skull <laughs> and the cracked ghosts as well for no no apparent reason um, and I've got the the metallic ones as well the gold gold silver um, gold silver metal uh, platinum ones so because yeah. why not. That's cool. Yeah, uh, they're, like they're kind of odd curiosities, and I didn't pay too much for them as well. Um, you can get, you can find a lot of CHMS seekers. They go for stupid amounts of money. Mm. Uh, there's no, there's no real reason for them to do it, um, given that they are. I mean, they're, they're KOs, and they're not worth as much, and they're not really worth as much, and they're not actually as as well made as the official it's ones being the KOs. Exception of value. It totally is. It's the rareness, right? <laughs> Rareness is always the reason for prices going up, but yeah. So yeah, so there's that. Um, Fantastic. Well, congratulations on completing your collection. That must be a huge achievement. Feels good. Uh, it, it does. Like it does feel pretty good. Now I need to figure out how to actually display them. Um, yep. I need to need to potter along to Kmart tomorrow and get one of those uh, tier shelves and see how I go with that. Oh yeah, nice. Oh yeah. And then start your entire collection of every single bot bot ever. Because <laughs> why not? Uh, dude, uh, you know, so here's the thing. I've actually got, I've got a lot of bot bots. Um, <laughs> I, I was at, um, I guessed uh, as much. I was at uh, Michael Vela's place last week, and I think Michael's done the right thing with displaying bot bots on his shelves. He's just like, you know, here's G1's shelves and the, everything's here, and then here's a pile of bot bots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, that that seems like the way to display bot bots. At the moment, my bot bots sort of live on the same shelf as my Legends figures, so it means that there's just sort of this scene of Decepticons and Autobots running at each other, and then there's just the odd, that's a video game controller, and that's an electric guitar. <laughs> because yeah, why not? Good. Yeah, no, no, why not? Indeed. Exactly. All right, um, I think it's about time we uh, about time we wind the show up. Uh, small small order of TCCA business. Uh, it is membership renewal time. We are actually recording this two well one day before the end of the financial year. Club membership club membership does roll year uh, year to year financial uh, on financial years. So it does mean that if you are a current member of the club, your membership will finish. Uh, at 11.59 and 59 seconds plus one tomorrow night. And we will be doing, uh, we'll be sending out renewal emails shortly. Um, there will be members only giveaways and uh, other benefits to come over the over the course of the next year. Membership just starts at $5 yet again. Uh, there is also a set of exclusively designed collector's cards uh, on mm -hmm. offer. So um, if you've been a member of, if you've been a member of the club, you would have cards one to eight for the last four years. And we are releasing cards nine and 10 this year as well. So yeah, um, that is uh, coming up. If you're an existing member, then you'll get a, uh, you'll get a, an email offering renewal. And if you are not yet a member, there will be uh, membership information posted in the Facebook group. Yeah. So, did I do that right, Brad? Yep. 
All good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I get the thumbs up. Get the thumbs up in the background there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give Megatron a thumbs up, but he's only got two fingers. So Megatron <laughs> did not hear the opposable thumb. No. Mm. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. If you are watching along with the live record, thank you for checking us out. It is a Saturday night. We do appreciate the dedication. You can find out more about these stories uh, with links to them in the show notes. And, of course, you can contact us on the Transformers Weekly podcast uh, the Transformers weekly Facebook page and the Podbean site. You can get in touch with us via the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. Uh, and if you haven't already subscribed, please do subscribe. Uh, leave us a review on uh, iTunes, Pocket Casts, YouTube, anything like that. We are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. It is an incorporated club registered in Victoria. We are run by volunteers like us who donate their time and money to make the club and everyone's experience and like you know our lives on planet earth better for everyone we want to connect to transformers fans around the country we do it by engaging the collecting community by oh i don't know producing podcasts on a saturday night uh you can find out more about the club at transformersCCA.com, and that is about it thank you for thank you for watching and we will be back with more transformers news next week or the week later <laughs> and there's news that's worth using you saw yeah. nothing thank you bye-bye See you guys.